This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. And good morning, everybody. This is the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Jeff Ronstadt without... My big brother, Fred, who, as most of you know, is the executive director of the 4th Avenue Merchants Association, and he is down there right now, knee-deep in Spring Fair, the 4th Avenue Fair. They've got their little uh, stuff going on down there. So with me today on the big show is friend of the show and my old fraternity brother, Mr. Tony Zinman. Tony, how you doing? Really good. Good morning, Tucson. Good morning. And remember, folks, we talk about the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson and Southern Arizona a great place to live. And if you've missed any of these shows, you can follow us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or uh, Podcast Addict. And here's some of the old shows, or follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter. And uh, we got a great show today, Tony. I think we really do. Yeah, great show. So, how you been? I've uh, been great. I'm a little um, in that state of being exhausted but exhilarated because I've been in a show all weekend, uh, Shrek the Musical, down at the Burger Center for the Performing Arts. It's it's a fantastic show. We have one more show today at 2 o'clock. I urge everybody listening, I get down there, bring your kids. It's a family show. Um, and, and I'll tell you, Jeff, why it's such a neat experience for me because – uh, but maybe about a third of our cast are uh, kids that are deaf and blind. Oh, no way. So, um, in, And the interpreters are incorporated in the show. So each character has a, a person that's an interpreter that's playing them. So, like, there's two Shreks, there's two Fionas, there's two Farquarts, and the second person is an interpreter. So, you know, it's made for, you know, general audiences, but, but also people um, that... Need, need interpreters and you know and we actually the whole, whole cast does some sign language and some numbers so it's been a real uh, great experience for me doing that now tony did you know sign language before you got into this cast no no not at all we uh we had to learn it and been and a little I, challenging for me because it might just hard to learn new things but uh <laughs> well you know you can't teach an old dog a new trick right yeah but um you know like there are certain times where the whole cast signs um in some of the numbers and yeah it's been just been a real eye-opening experience for me, you know. Wow, that's that. great! And today's the last show of the run. Today is the last show. We've just had a fantastic run. We had a show Friday night, two shows yesterday. Uh, we've had great houses. The audience are up on their feet at the end. They're cheering, and during one number called Freak Flag, they're up and they're dancing. It's our audience is just having a terrific time. So anybody that's listening, if you can make it down to the burger today, uh, tickets are fifteen dollars. I think there's still some left. Um, I guarantee you just have a fantastic time. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for sharing that. What else is going on in your big world here in the old Pueblo? You, I, when I asked you to fill in for Fred today, I, I, one of the things I asked you if you'd help out with is maybe some of the upcoming theatrical productions in southern Arizona. Uh, well, yeah, Jeff, I'm kind of a theater-obsessed guy. I usually take my son to the theater once a week usually. And uh, when, one of the great things about Tucson is we are just rich in theater. And this month in particular is just... A fantastic month uh, for theater. Um, now you went, you saw Forty Second Street, right? You know, I didn't have a chance to. I really wanted to, but oh, man. every was... performance coincided with one of my shows. Did they? Yeah. So you know the uh, the 
the Broadway and Tucson new schedule for 16th and 17th, they released that during the 42nd Street. You got that over there? You know, Jeff, they're just having, I mean, I, I've been back in Tucson. I went to the U of A. I've been back here for eight years. It's just an amazing season, you know. And you know what's great, Jeff, is I was looking at, like, what's playing in L.A., what's playing in Phoenix, and we're getting the same shows here, you know, so you, you don't have to travel up to Phoenix or, or travel to L.A. Well, um, now, wait, what's that show, Harrison the Third? Have you heard about that? You mean Hamilton? Hamilton the Third. that's it? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned Hamilton because um, it's all, you know, the kids in my cast, they're sitting around the table and they're singing to it and quoting all the lyrics. Every kid knows all the lyrics, so every theater kid is crazy about it. But it's it's the hottest ticket in New York. and um, I understand that we're probably going to get it here in 2018. That's what they say. I know it's coming to Phoenix in 2017. Yeah, but, so unfortunately. But, you know, but we, got, we got Book of Mormon before Phoenix did. We got Newsies before Phoenix did, so... Book of Mormon was pretty awesome, too. Uh, it was a great time. Yeah, so so share with our, our uh, listeners, what is the Broadway in Tucson 2016-2017 season look like? Uh, first they have, uh, they're doing Cabaret, one of the classic shows. Um, then they're doing The Sound of Music. You can never go wrong with The Sound of Music. You can see it a million times. And <laughs> what's great about The Sound of Music, it's one of those shows that's going to be our kids are going to be playing it for their grandkids. It's uh-huh. just completely timeless. Um, yeah, it is timeless. Well, except for the Nazis. It's well, timeless. Yeah, but even that, you know, it, but it tells our, you know, future generations about that. It's a way to get that information. That, good, good call. Good call. Uh, Dirty Dancing, the musical, which... Also timeless. You know, it's the movie is a guilty pleasure for everybody. Right. We may say we hate it, but we always watch it. And um, I know they're doing a new TV version, and I'm sure the show is going to be a blast. You will, you will have the, what? The time of your life. Yeah, I will have the time of my life. <laughs> Mostly my wife, Deanna, will have the time of her life, but I'll be right next to her. Oh, come on. Nobody puts baby in a corner, Jeff. You I, know that. I got to tell, <laughs> tell you what. As I shared with you before we started the show, 42nd Street, I thought the singing was great, but there was just a little bit too much tap dancing for me. Oh, I had no idea there was going to be so much tapping. But I'll tell you what, those kids, tap dancing for two hours, they didn't even look winded. Wow. Amazing, amazing, amazing show. Well, I have double respect for him because uh, I did a three-hour matinee yesterday and a three-hour show last night, and I'm uh, here today. So I, I, I <laughs> wait a minute, wait him. a minute, wait a minute. Who are you playing in Shrek? I am a Papa Ogre. I'm Shrek's father. Okay, and how much tap dancing do you do in the show? Fortunately, well, I don't do any tap dancing, fortunately, but <laughs> yeah. we do uh, we do some dancing numbers. I also play uh, wait, a wait, guard. Wait. You're dancing in the show. Yeah, I play a guard and I play a skeleton, and uh, we have some dancing numbers. It's really yeah. The, the dancing in the show is amazing. We have a uh, you know, big, huge production numbers. Um, I mean, if you're familiar with the movie, it's basically the plot of the movie, just with fantastic. I mean, it was on Broadway for a couple of years. I first saw the show on Broadway um, about six, seven years ago, maybe, uh-huh. and it toured Broadway in Tucson here. So yeah, it's a top quality show. It's top just, quality. It's just, and you know, one and thing. The, I'm, one and thing the I fact to, that you're in it makes it more top quality. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, one thing I've learned, I've done probably 20 shows over the years, uh-huh. is that if I'm doing a show and it's a great show and I love the music. By the end, I'm still singing the music. I'm not sick of it. And this show, my son and I, because my son's in the show as well. He, uh, he interestingly enough, plays uh, my future father-in-law. He plays Fiona's father, and he's also a guard. <laughs> oh, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know, we're still singing the songs when we get home at night. So, yeah, it's just a, that's cool. it's a terrific show. So Broadway in Tucson also has got Motown the Musical. They do. Can't wait for that. I've been waiting for that for years. Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots is uh, written by Cindy Lauper based on a, a British movie and big hit in New York. Just supposed to be fantastic, really fun show. It's about this uh, 
I guess this guy in England whose uh, boot factory is going underground, so he... Uh, you mean he's going under? He's going out of business? Yeah, so he has some cross-dressers come and save his business. Like, it starts making boots for uh, cross-dressers, and I guess it's supposed to be just a really fun show. Yeah, that happens all the time. That should be, you know, <laughs> typical story. And Boy doing, meets girl. Yeah, yeah, there we go, there we go. Uh, the Mama Mia, can't go wrong Wait a minute, that. you forgot the big one. The Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh, no, I, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the movie, Me so I'm not too sure I'm going to be a fan of the musical. I guarantee you, I will always love you being that musical. <laughs> that might be the highlight, but you know, we're going to go. And then the two, all the two add-ons are Mamma Mia and A Night with Janis Joplin. That was a show in New York last year. It was supposed to be, uh, or in the last couple of years, it was supposed to be an amazing show. Really? Um, yeah, it's like a Janis Joplin concert, and it goes over her life. It's uh, we're really lucky to get that one. Cool. And I'd like to also talk about, you know, just this month. The theater going on this month is amazing in this town. Um, okay, my favorite all-time show, it was life-changing for me, and it's still my favorite show, uh, is Rent, which is a Broadway show uh, from the late 90s, but it's still relevant. It's still amazing, and it's playing at the U of A Repertory Theater from April 10th to May 1st. Oh, and, the kids at the U of A are performing that one. You know, when you see a U of A student production, it's Broadway quality. It, it's I that totally good. agree. Totally agree. Um, I think you saw Oklahoma a couple years ago. Yep. It was just one of the greatest it productions. It was actually. I took and, Mia. I took my daughter to that yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It's great. But I can tell you that Rent is, you won't regret it if you see it. It's just an amazing show. It's great for older kids. The themes are amazing. The music is amazing. Um I don't know. My, my son can quote the entire score. My son is 14, Rafi. He, he may not know what a touchdown is, but he can quote the entire score of rent. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. And what the, else is cooking out there? Uh, another favorite show is, uh, it's played here before, but you can never see it too many times, is Chicago playing uh, April 21st to April 24th at the U of A, Broadway in Tucson. Yeah, that's is that the last show in this year's? Uh, I believe this year's... it is. I believe it is. Um, you know, all that jazz and just great songs and great story. Uh, yeah, I can't go wrong with that one. Um, a couple of other shows that are going on. Um, we have a show coming at the Arizona Theater Company called The Gospel According to Thomas Jefferson, Charles Dickens, and Leo Tolst- Tolstoy. Um, you know, I-, I know you sometimes go to the Arizona Theater Company. I, I don't miss a show there. And Oh, we always go to the Arizona Theater Company. It- 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 we've had folks that are in the productions come on the show and talk about how cool the things are over there. So, yeah, Arizona Theater Company is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. And that's another reason why we're so lucky here. We're getting New York quality productions. And, I mean, everything. I just saw Of Mice and Men. Did you see Of Mice and Men? did. It was fantastic. And, you know, it rips your heart out. But well, it, and before that, Fences. Oh, that both of those shows just rips your heart amazing. out. They're just amazing. Yeah, but, amazing uh, shows. This show looks pretty interesting. I guess Thomas Jefferson uh, wrote his own Bible. I, I didn't know this. I was looking this up. He uh, took out the supernatural parts that he, he didn't like, and he wrote his own Bible. And I guess it's uh, out there. So, And I guess uh, Dickens and Tulsa also wrote their own Bible. So this is a fictional meeting between the three of them. They're locked in a room. And it's it's a comedy written by the executive producer of the uh, Bill Maher show, which um one of my favorite shows. Yeah, one of your favorite shows, right. <laughs> That's got, going off the air pretty quick, I heard. Uh, no, Bill Maher is better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So there's tons of theater here in Tucson, tons and tons. But you know what else is going on, Tony? What? We've also got the Tucson, and I'm going to pull it up right here. The Tucson Historic Preservation Foundation's got their home tour, Grand Adobes of the Tucson Basin, and that starts April 23rd. Actually, it is. The home tour is April Saturday, April 23rd. So folks, check out the... Tucson Historic Preservation Foundation to get more information on that. There's boatloads of stuff going on downtown. And when I say boatloads of stuff, Tony, Mm -hmm. when you've got the Fox Theater and the Rialto Theater together, 
they've and a bunch of restaurants and bars and sweet sweet retailers like uh hydra you know our friend of the show love hydra margo sesco yep hydra's doing great stuff they've got a dandy's bar bar shop down there just opened up um lots of new things going on there. i think charo steakhouse has opened up so they're doing good business it, and it, then go ahead you know what i love about downtown is i mean I, un- I was gone from Tucson for quite some time, and I mean, when I moved back three eight years ago, you know, still not a lot going on. But now I take pride in taking out-of-town visitors downtown to see what we got going on. Oh, it's yeah, just- there's a lot of fun stuff going on down there. Lots of fun stuff. We Graham Nash is yeah. coming to the Fox in a couple of weeks. So there's lots of great— and is Wait, it- William Shatner. Yeah, the, the William Shatner show. I really want to go to that. Oh, I know you guys are laughing over there, but I want to see William Shatner sing. Can't miss I want to hear him sing. Can't it should it. be awesome. So, And then finally— our friends at Valley of the Moon have Rumpelstiltskin. They do, they do. Rumpelstiltskin, it runs starting April 8th all the way to the 24th. So, folks, you cannot get any more family-friendly than the Valley of the Moon. So Great check time. out the Valley of the Moon, and, and we got to take a break. So stick around, ladies and gentlemen. we got lots more here with my friend Tony on the Friend Jeff Show. This bit of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff show. And we're back here on the Fred and Jeff show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. This is the Fred and Jeff show where we talk about the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson and Southern Arizona such a wonderful place to live. And with me today, this is Jeff Ronstadt. Old Fred is down at the 4th Avenue Street Fair, probably uh, having one too many churros. Mm-hmm. With me is friend of the show, Tony Zinman. Tony, how you doing? Real good, real good. Good. And you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or subscribe to this grand tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Podcast Addict. So, Tony. Yo. We have a friend of the show on the phone. Christy, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Christy Lopez, friend of the show. <laughs> I ran into you, Christy. We we were all together down at uh, Centennial Hall at the 42nd Street. What did you think yes. about the production? Oh, I thought it was awesome. Pretty As cool, a huh? Dancer, I loved it. Yeah, it was, did, was awesome. there enough tap dancing for you? Oh, it was great. There's tap dancing every two minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> so you, congratulations are in order. You've been named the 2016 Circle K Teacher of the Year. Yes, one of the finalists. I am. Do you get uh, free sunflower seeds with that for life? Or what? what is Circle K pitching in for that deal? Um, well, actually, it's been really fun. Uh, they have done a bunch of stuff. So they let us go to the UVA basketball game, and they honored us at a pregame nice. ceremony. And we went out and waved, and it was really fun. I felt I felt pretty special. That Well, you are very special. You're so special that my sidekick, Tony, can't even say anything. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm in shock that, you, that um, I'm on right now. Oh, <laughs> really? So funny. I, well, yeah, I'm a big fan, and I answered the phone, and when they said it, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. I'm so, kind of speechless. Oh, that's cool. Well, tell us, where do you teach? I teach at Walden Grove High School in Salarita. And how are the kids? Oh, they're awesome. Yep. I love my kids. I have the best kids in the world. Is that why you're Teacher of the Year, because you just love those kids? 
don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being serious. I mean, getting the getting this award, you know, Christy, we, we talk to a lot of people and we hear all the time that teachers are underpaid, they're underappreciated, mm-hmm. but then it's so wonderful to talk to someone like you who just loves the kids and you're out there doing these great things that you get the accolades to be named one of the top people in your profession. Aww. What's your secret? Um, let's see. I really don't have a secret. <laughs> I honestly, I just love what I do and I love my kids and they keep me coming back because it is hard. What, what grade it's do you really teach? a hard job. I teach high school, 9 through 12. Oh, wow. That's great. And what, what subject? I'm a dance teacher. You're a dance teacher? Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Very nice. And, I, and by yeah. the way, a little birdie over there told me you're also single. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't do that. Is that my sister? <laughs> uh, yeah, the lovely Carrie. Yeah. Okay, that's a nice plug. <laughs> so what type, what types, you teach all kinds of dance? or I teach all kinds of dance, yes. Um, we teach, yeah, all styles. We start with hip-hop, though. Hip-hop's the easiest to teach, so. Hip-hop, is, you know what, Tony, my friend Tony here on the show, he is a great hip hop dancer. <laughs> One day we'll have to get down. you two we'll together, and he down. can he can show you his moves. I I, I have two left feet, but uh, <laughs> I was saying earlier I'm in a show right now, and I'm having trouble on stage. You could help me out, I guess. But. <laughs> well, you'll have to come down sometimes, so my kids, you can teach them. There you well, go. Yeah, there you go. Well, Chris, we wanted to say congratulations and Thank you. Uh, keep up the great work. That's Thank awesome. You so much. All right, take care. Thank you. All right, now on the show. We've got another friend of the show, Mr. Joe Dewey, who is here representing the Centurions. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great this morning, Jeff. Thanks. All right. Thanks for coming on. So the Centurions, what are the Centurions? What do those guys do? Well, they're a nonprofit in Tucson, and uh, they've actually gone through a little bit of a transition, but we've been around since 1968, and we started out as uh, basically a uh, nonprofit group raising money for St. Mary's Hospital. Sweet. And in the last couple of years, uh, Carondelet has been acquired by a for-profit company. And so we needed to break off and start our own nonprofit 501c status entity and start raising money on our own. And so last year was our first year doing that, and our beneficiary was Tunadito. And uh, we had a great event, and uh, but it's not going to be as great as this year's event since <laughs> I am the chairman of this year's event. Right. All right. Now, wait a second. So what you're telling me is in the past – the group of centurions and it's like a hundred businessmen in Tucson. Right. They would raise money for St. Mary's hospital, which helped everybody that went to St. Mary's basically until the last few years of, of our relationship with them. But fundamentally it was started as a support group for St. Mary's. And, um, you know, we were very instrumental in helping fund the burn unit, hospice, the emergency department, things like that. So the centurions have raised millions and millions of dollars to support Healthcare on the southwest side of Tucson. Basically, yeah. We, uh, our tally right now is we don't have an exact number, but it's somewhere over $6 million wow. in the times wow. we've been in existence. So, and now, so now that there's no affiliation with Carondelet anymore, you Correct. guys are raising money for who? How do you, how do you pick someone to, to give well, the money Well, it, it was a new process, Jeff. And this year, um, well, actually, uh, this year was our first year of doing it this way. We actually formed what we called a charity selection committee and came up with the rules and processes that we're going to put in place. And uh, we went through that process for the first time this year, and it worked out you know, really pretty well in our selection. We had, I think, a total of 15 charities. 15? 15, 15 wow. charities come in and submit, 
and we narrowed it down to, uh, for this year, it's Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Tucson. That's great. Oh, what a great group. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great, a great group. And, and our focus, for the most part, on these charities and part of the selection process is do they have a set program or a set project? What does that could, mean, Joe, a set? Well, when I say a set, it's a specific program or project, so the money is going to be used for a specific purpose so we can kind of measure the, you know, the results and success of where that money is going as opposed to just funding money to a charity to help with their day-to-day operations. So we're trying to, you know, enhance and expand the the offering that the charity has. Now, is this something that can be sustainable? So if, let's say you guys go into Big Brothers Big Sisters, you're going to give them 100,000, 200, 300, whatever the amount is you're going to to give to them and they're starting a new mentor 2.0 program, right? Correct. Is this money the seed money that will take that program into the stratosphere for years, or is it just going to be, hey, we're going to give you this money over a three-year period, and after that, let's hope that you can raise it on your own? This is, um, it's going to be both. This is a brand new program. and so For the, Big Brothers Big for Sisters. For Big Brothers Big Sisters, right. actually nationwide. I think it's one of the pilot programs. Oh, wow. Uh, if you know, if I've got my facts right, but it's it's a brand new program within the organization nationwide, but this is specifically geared to the bigs for Tucson. And really what Mentor 2.0 is designed to do is to help kids not only graduate from high school, but also allow them the opportunity to plan their their career in either college or moving forward to some vocational career. So That's kids correct. that don't want to go to college or college Absolutely. just isn't for them. Is, yeah, what are they going to do? This is going to help them assimilate into making that choice of college or vocation or whatever they want to do, and they will have what they refer to as the bigs helping mentor them through this program to help them get ready for life. And That's it's fabulous. really, it's really trying to help the kids of Tucson that are you know more at risk just and amazing. give them a path to run on for their future. That's awesome. So every year you guys are going to pick a new charity, and is it always a kids' charity or is it? What's your criteria for the charity? Well, we basically have talked about that. It's going to be, you know, kind of geared towards Southern Arizona in the areas of health care, mentorship, education, with an emphasis on kids. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, we're pretty much a kids. It's not exclusive, but it's it's got to involve kids in some way, shape, or form. Oh, that's awesome. And and to do that, to raise that money, what do the Centurions do? Well, we throw what we refer to as the best party in the city of Tucson every year. Now, no, no, we're not casting aspersions out there because we know the Boys and Girls Clubbers are throwing their big event tonight, which is also a great party. But when you talk about the Centurion Party, you're talking about 5,000 of your closest friends of dressing closest up friends. in costume. Yes. And what's this year's theme? This year's theme is the Great Comic-Con Caper, a chic geek affair <laughs> so we are uh, we're pretty excited yeah we're going off a comic-con theme this year and we've gotten a lot of energy and excitement from people when they hear what the theme is going to be to um you know come to the party this year and so, i know uh, lots of people are already spending time already putting my, their outfits together. already have my costume together well, yeah, I was Shrek, say, right? you're, you're no Pop i'm Ogre? going to be uh the critic <laughs> the critic okay i thought from Pop the tv show yeah and, pop ogre would be good and, too you know and you know we've got the you know the basic you know elements of every great party we've got a great bar yes we've got a great band coming in from laguna beach we've got casino uh, set up for him, and we got once again this year. Sapphire is catering for us. Beautiful. So we have the four elements there, and we have a lot of um, 
side elements such as games coming in, photo booths, raffles, T-shirts, specialty bars, specialty bars, cigars. cigar bars. Oh yeah, so we've got it all. And, and I don't know that there's a lot of tap dancing going on. There. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, tap dancing. We could we could make that an event. <laughs> no, maybe. please, Joe. No, no, no. <laughs> so if folks want to get tickets to this event, which is coming up May seventh, May seventh, downtown Tucson. Yep, we're going to be west of I-10 and south of Congress. It's right near the uh, Mercado. It's where the All Souls procession ends, right? Correct. Go to thecenturions.com, get your tickets. Joe, thanks for coming on, folks. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, and Casa de la Luz Hospice. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. And we're back. Welcome, folks, to the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Jeff Ronstadt. I'm here with my buddy, Tony Zinman. Tony. Hello. How you doing, buddy? All right, all right, all right. Good, good. Fred is down at the 4th Avenue Street Fair, probably eating too many sopapillas Mm -hmm. or uh, drinking too much, I don't know what he drinks down there, water, hopefully, Mm because it is a... Nice, warm day. Perfect day for the street fair. So, horchata. Yeah, horchata. Maybe some horchata. So, folks, get down to the street fair. And as I said before, this is the Fred and Jeff Show. Like us on Twitter if you want to follow us and what we're up to. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. All that good stuff. If you've missed any of the old shows, you can go to our website, friendjeff.com, or you can go to iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Podcast Addict. So, Tony. Yo. Good show. Oh, having a great time. Yeah, thanks for uh, filling in for FRED today. I oh, appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of things, a little housekeeping. Number one, I want to wish an incredibly happy birthday to our sister, Christy. Happy birthday, Christy, from uh, Madison, Wisconsin. She and her husband, James, and little boy, or she and her husband, Patrick, and little boy, James, are living the big life in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So happy birthday, Christy. I also want to send a shout out to Ann Fina, who's having a big birthday today. And Tony, did you know, yes. have you remember my sister-in-law, Carmen? I believe I met her, yeah. Yeah, you've met her a couple times? Yeah. Well, Carmen is launching her new radio show. It's called Reconnect with Carmen. Oh, it's great. And it's a way of getting, it's a way of getting in the conversation, in everyday conversation, uh, God and things of that nature, which nice. I know you're hip with. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's we're looking forward to that. That launches tomorrow. Reconnect with Carmen. So we want to uh, give Carmen a big uh, good luck on her brand new show. And other than that, we got a sad, sad, sad thing to report, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you long, long time listeners of the Friend Jeff Show, and we've been on the air for six years now, maybe over six years. Remember that the first day we had our show, one of Tucson's most precious icons, in my opinion, Seal Peterson, passed away. And unfortunately, every once in a while, we we have the unenviable, um, you know, you read the paper of one of these special Tucsonans that passes away. And today in the paper, hopefully uh, you all saw it because it was on the front page, great friend of the show, Dr. Bernard Bunny Fontana, passed away. And he was the utmost authority on the San Javier mission. He he wrote some phenomenal books, uh, The Gift of Angels, his last book about San Javier mission. It's available on Amazon. If you want to know anything about the mission San Javier, it, that's the book you want to get. And uh, Dr. Fontana will be greatly missed by 
I know the Ronstadt family. He was one of the best friends of my grandpa Ed. Um, but Tucson has lost a huge, huge treasure. Um, so we're going to miss him a bunch. And folks, do yourself a favor. Go out and read some of the things that he wrote because you'll just be amazed at where you live, the great old Pueblo, um, because he wrote about it with heart. And if you don't uh, appreciate where we live, reading some of Dr. Fontana's stuff will help you appreciate. So uh, he's up in heaven now, smiling down on us with his wonderful wife. So uh, we miss him dearly. And that's all I got to say about that, Tony. So Real loss, real loss. Yep. So, But now, on to the second part of our show. We've got... A lot of fun we're going to talk about, um, and when I say fun, I'm talking about on another memorial for another great Tucsonan. Um, Tony, did you know uh, Judge Roll? Because you know you're an attorney. You you're downtown. He's in doing a stuff. federal court, so I I never cross paths with him. A, I work as a juvenile public defender, so I'm down in a superior court down at the juvenile center. But uh, I always hear great things. Yeah, and so you never your cross never path or your paths never crossed. No, 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 because I federal court is uh, specialized, and because uh, I'm down in uh, so no, we haven't. But I know people that have, and they said great things. That's very cool. Well, the the good folks at Immaculate Heart High School have put together, and I think this is the fifth year, have put together a memorial golf tournament for Judge Roll, and it's happening on April 30th, Saturday, April 30th, and um, it's going to happen at the Gallery Golf Club. And with us today, and you have to, I, I have to apologize, because typically what we do is we make folks write their name down and their, and their uh, 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 you know, what their title is so i know you're the dean of students right at immaculate heart high school that's right and i choose to remain nameless no, my name cho- is my name is jim hackett i'm jim. dean of students Sorry, at immaculate jim. heart high school yep and oh, so you're fun. the dean of students at immaculate heart high school i am and what does that mean what are you doing over there well, that's a fancy title for disciplinarian <laughs> over there. <laughs> Ho- hopefully so- i never see any of your students that's right <laughs> yes that's right so- you-, you stopped that so. that's right so it's it's my honor to make sure that we have a an atmosphere conducive to learning at the school at all times and jim are you from tucson i am not from tucson originally i'm from western pennsylvania and uh, my oh, family western and i spent pa a- guy. western wow. pa all right big pirate fan very big all right they're playing the cardinals right now you i know. know what's the score i don't know i'm dying because i'm a huge <laughs> bucko fan and i hate the cardinals and i know i'm going to get uh, my buddy michael guyman and dave barber are going to call me up and give me a hard time because they're huge cardinal fans but uh, yeah, Liriana was going against Wainwright. That's right. Drives me crazy. So big you're a pirate up. fan. I'm a very big pirate fan. I love you, man. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just something else we have in common. Yeah. And how did you find your way from Western PA to the old Pueblo? Well, it's a it's a long and winding road, but uh, my family and I spent a lot of time down on the Gulf Coast. Uh, I'm a chemical engineer by training and was involved in chemical manufacturing for over 30 years. So we were in the Houston, Lake Charles, Louisiana area for most of that time. And about 10 years ago, that job brought me out here to Tucson. And we've been here ever since. You fell in love. Fell in love with it, indeed. All right. Pirates are winning, two zip, by the way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you come to Tucson. Did you come specifically to work at the high school? No, I came here as part of my uh, job as a plant manager. I was put in charge of a small facility that we have out here uh, down on Cole Road and I-10. I retired from that job about a year ago, and uh, since Jan- uh, since September, I've been working up at Immaculate Heart High School. I, I don't get it. How do you make the switch from <laughs> engineer, 
retired. So you worked all those years to get to retirement. And then you decide to be the number one disciplinarian at a high school. I mean, how do you make that jump? Well, it's amazing. All the things you learn about HR as a plant manager transitions pretty well. (laughs) Translates uh, well with dealing with the uh, That's right. Although although I had had to learn how to tone it down a little bit since these were not adults. These were students that we were dealing with. And it's not... It's not exactly the same as working in the private sector. Oh, that's hilarious. So tell us a little bit about the high school. Well, the high school uh, is up on McGee Road in Oracle, 625 East McGee. It's been in that location since 1962. And uh, the high school has uh, an enrollment, fluctuates a bit, but it's typically between 90 and 100 students. So it's a very small and intimate uh, atmosphere for the uh, students and teachers. Now, did this high school used to be called Suffolk Hills? Yes, it did used to be called Suffolk Hills. Years I know, I'm going to tell you a little story. So my brother and I going to St. Peter and Paul back in the day, and we always wanted to go to South Point. All of our friends were going to go to South Point. My mom, our mom and dad went to South Point. Their brothers and sisters went to South Point. So we always wanted to go to South Point. And they used to use Suffolk Hills, which is now Immaculate Heart. Mm-hmm. They used to say, look, if you're not good, we're sending you to Suffolk Hills <laughs> because Suffolk Hills had super mean nuns <laughs> who would beat you. you know, according to Fred, they, they found a way to beat him. But, yeah, they always told us, oh, you're going to go to Suffolk Hills, and we'd, we would straighten up almost immediately. So they did it old school. <laughs> oh, yes, they did. They did. But Immaculate Heart is a fantastic – I mean, not only is it a great school – but you guys have a great gym over there, too. We do. Because we, you know, my kids go to St. Cyril's, so they come over there and they play volleyball in your gym. So it's a wonderful facility. It's a wonderful facility. And the high school is one of three facilities that are over there. We also have an, an academy, which is K through 6. Then we have a junior high school, which is right near the new gym. That was built in 1994. Oh, no kidding. And then the high school has was the first uh, of the schools to, to move to that location. But now we have a nice little campus right there on McGee Road for uh, K-12. through And between all the kids, K-12, through you have about 100 kids enrolled? No, that's just 9 through 12. Okay, 9 through 12 is about 100 kids. Yeah, there's a few hundred enrolled at the academy. So it's nice and quiet mm-hmm. and small, and you're getting a good Catholic education going to Suffolk Hills, or Immaculate Heart? Absolutely. In fact, uh, well... The sisters' mission has always been evangelization through education. And so uh, the teachers do a really good job of figuring out how to intertwine uh, the Catholic faith into all of the the classes that they're teaching. So uh, we feel that it's important to uh, not only educate the students in terms of their their normal studies, but also to, to help them become full people by helping them develop their faith at the same time. That's awesome. So reading, writing, arithmetic, and religion. That's it. That's awesome. So Immaculate Heart, and who are these sisters you're talking about? The Sisters of the Immaculate Heart uh, have have been in order here in Tucson since 1917. The The order was originally founded in Spain in the 1840s, and uh, yeah, as I say, they've been here in Tucson since 1917, and uh, with education as, as always a key part of their mission— they established the uh, Immaculate Heart Academy downtown uh, back in, uh, uh, when was that, 1930. Wow. No kidding. So uh, Immaculate Heart High School is the oldest continuously operating uh, Catholic high school in the city. Wow. wow. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Do they have, uh, cool. What kind of extracurricular programs do you guys have? 
Uh, surprisingly, our extracurricular programs are, are pretty broad given the size of the school. Uh, we have uh, basketball, volleyball, golf. Uh, we have uh, a, a wonderful choir uh, that great. even performs at some of the local churches time That's and great. again. We have a drama department. Nice. And uh, so there's, there's lots of things for the students to get involved. We have clubs uh, for students to participate in to uh, supplement their studies. Oh, it's just great. That's very yeah. cool. So it is for the whole student. It whole is for student, the whole everything. student. Yeah, the focus on developing the, the entire student. Awesome. All right, so you get a big, you get a big event coming up. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back because we want to talk about your big event and hear more about how you're over there keeping those kids in line in Immaculate Heart. So, folks, <laughs> stick around. we got more for you here on The Fred and Jeff Show. This portion of The Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Anthony Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing, and Mayfield Florist. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Jeff Ronstadt without my big brother, Fred, who's somewhere in a bunker on 4th Avenue waiting to clean up all of the dog poop from the street fair. No dogs allowed, no dogs allowed at the street fair? No dogs allowed. Seriously? Yes. When did that happen? It's been that way for years. I've always wanted to take my dog there, and they have like, no dogs allowed. Well, do you, know, you know why? Why? One dog starts a fight. One dog poops on the sidewalk. It's a mess. Oh, come on. Our dogs are our family. It's not their I don't. I don't disagree. Tony, by the way, folks, with us today on the show is a friend of the show, Tony Zinman. Um, um, and we are, and because Fred usually does this opening segment of everyone, I always stumble with it a little bit. But we talk about the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson a great place to live. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and you could subscribe to past shows. And I'll tell you what, folks, um, earlier in this, early the last segment, I talked about us losing uh, Dr. Bernard Fontana. We had a show with Dr. Fontana on about a year and a half ago. Do yourself a favor, go back and check it out. It's fantastic. He talks all about San Javier Mission. As a matter of fact, we'll post that show on Facebook later today so you all can check it out. Yes. Um, it's just a great, great uh, that is actually one of the tomes of wisdom and entertainment that we've had throughout the years because you really hear some great stuff about the mission. So, Tony, you Yo. were saying you can't take your dog down to the 4th Avenue Street Fair because and you don't know why. And I said because one dog fight, one dog poop, and it's no longer a street fair. It's well, a people, mess. Are, people are responsible. You know, they clean up after their dogs. The dog, dogs should have a right to walk down the street fair just as much as people, I say. Well, last time you'll be on this show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. And with us today is Jim Hackett. Hackett. Your handwriting is terrible. <laughs> Do you guys give people a hard time about the handwriting at Immaculate Heart High School? Absolutely. Jim Hackett, Dean of Students from Immaculate Heart High School. Jim, I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. That. Anyone that comes out of retirement to get involved with education is a true friend of ours. And that's what you do. You're not teaching, you're disciplining, but that's just as important. He's he's the, he's the basis for the teachers to do their job. Without without him, teachers couldn't teach. So. Well, I'm very honored to be here, and y'all are giving me a lot of credit. But, you know, when I uh, watch our teachers day in and day out and the, the love that they bring to the work that they do uh, to inspire these kids to be the best that they can be, they're the real 
they're the real heroes of this thing. You know, it's nice that you say that, and you're absolutely right. However, I've heard a lot of teachers tell me that, kind of like when we were talking with Christy Lopez, Mm -hmm. who was, you know, 2016 Circle K Teacher of the Year earlier in the show, I've heard a lot of teachers tell me that they're willing to take a cut in pay if the environment at the school is one that they appreciate. They mm-hmm. like coming to work. The kids are respectful. And without a guy like you, a dean of students who's there to hold those kids accountable, can't have that. Well, it's so important to have that support. Um, I mean, I know a lot of teacher friends of mine, they just, you know, when they get that support from the administration and the parents, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. You know, and it, and it is tragic that we can't pay our teachers more. It's tragic that we don't pay our teachers more. But as long as they at least have a great environment to come to, to teach, and kids that are there to learn, that's got to be 90% of the battle. Yeah. So good. thanks for what you do. Well, well, thank you. You're very kind. Well, so you came here specifically to talk about the high school a little bit, but really you guys have a big fundraiser coming up. Tell us about your fundraiser. That's right. Um, uh, this will be the fifth year that uh, the school has, uh, has sponsored the John M. Roll Memorial Golf Tournament. Uh, this golf tournament has become our primary annual fundraiser for the school. And uh, as you can imagine, with the enrollment that I mentioned earlier, we really rely a lot on our benefactors to help make our school affordable for all the kids that want to go there. So it's and, not a free school? No, it is not. It's a private school. Okay. And uh, But uh, admirably, we've never turned a student away. Great. from our school because of financial circumstances. That's wonderful. That's and we've been able to do that in large part because of the support of our benefactors and the proceeds from this, this annual tournament. Uh, the tournament was established back in 2012 to honor the memory of, of Judge John Roll, who was tragically killed in the January 2011 incident. And, and well, uh, let's be more specific because you you maybe have been living under a rock if you don't know what we're talking about, but right. Judge Roll was there the morning that Gabrielle Giffords got shot. That's right. He he was there to talk to her about an issue. Right. He was there. Yeah, it was Congress on your corner. Right. And he was there to... to a good citizen. Yeah, good citizen, come out yeah. to chat, and he unfortunately was killed in that incident. And so your, or his wife, Irene... Maureen. Maureen. His wife, Maureen, is an alumni of Immaculate Heart High School. She she attended uh, Immaculate Heart High School. That's correct. And uh, that's, in fact, where she and Judge Roll met. No Back kidding. When they oh, were really? sophomores. They met at the school. Nice. And uh, they used to attend the dances there, but that's what forged their initial bond with the school. And uh, over the years, uh, both Judge Roll and Maureen uh, continued to be involved with the school. Judge Roll was on our advisory board for a number of years. Uh, Maureen continues to come up on a weekly basis and, and uh, donate her time to helping us in our library. But, uh, and so many people were, were impacted by that tragedy back in 2011. But uh, this tournament was a way to honor the judge and his memory and commitment to service uh, and at the same time uh, you know, offer uh, students the opportunity to come to attend our school and to... Uh, uh, be afforded the type of education that that he was proud of. Absolutely, that's such an amazing way for uh, to honor his legacy by uh, you know helping our future basically. Exactly. So that's just such a wonderful thing that you're doing. Yeah, and you know I think it cannot be understated how important it is 
to go out and talk to your congressperson if there's something that's going on. I mean, Judge Roll was he was out there wanting to talk to Giffords on a specific topic. And what happened to him was tragic. Mm. But I think it 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 should underscore the fact that people need to have a voice. People need to go out. They need to talk about what's right, how they feel. And we need to stop the demagoguery and stop the, you know, you're, you must be a Democrat. I can't stand you. Well, you're a Republican. You're, you know, you're a baby killer. I mean, all this baloney that's happening out there. We live in a great community, Tucson, Arizona, and there are so many people out there that are trying to help the less fortunate. There's so many kids out there that need a good education there's so many people out there that are trying to help. And for you guys to take your golf tournament to raise money for your school, that's wonderful. I mean, there's there's a lot of, of golf tournaments that happen out there in the community, and a lot of them do a lot of great things, raise money for a lot of great things. I've got a buddy, Eric Jacobson, and he has a battle, he has a golf tournament to support breast cancer research. It's fabulous. But education is one of the things that we need to spend more time talking about and getting our kids the right tools to use to create a vocation so that they can get into our community and make it a great place. And I, and I just want to say, I, I see it firsthand uh, every day. I, I work as a juvenile public defender. So, um, and for a lot of my clients, you know, they just didn't have those opportunities, but it's never too late, you know. Tony, and, that's a good question. You, because you see a lot of these kids that come through that have, that are in trouble. Do you think there's one thing or, or one thing you could highlight that if these kids had an opportunity for X, what would it be that might have kept them out of that situation? It's the family support, you know, that that's the key to it. You know, and unfortunately for, for my clients and, and my kids, um, a lot of them, they just, they didn't have the same chances that a lot of other people had. You know, they their parents might not have been around, um, you know, they might have had their own issues. And so... They, they don't have that structure that other kids have. So that's why a program like yours is so wonderful to, to help that. Yeah, I mean, ha- never turning a kid away from Immaculate Heart is, that's an amazing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Especially the fact that you guys are so small. Yes. So, I mean, your budget can't be that big. And to have a golf tournament where you're raising money to support those kids in their education, that's huge. That's right. Where is the golf tournament? The golf tournament this year will, will be played at the Gallery Golf Club up, wow. in, up in Dup Mountain. And, uh, that's a beautiful golf course. Oh, it's a beautiful golf course. They hosted the Accenture Match Play, as Absolutely. you know, a few years back. We're very excited uh, about working with them and, and really helping this fifth year of our tournament be the one that is the springboard to growing participation. How much uh, money are you guys trying to raise? We'd love to raise $35,000 this year. That's it? Well, we're, as I say, we're hoping that this is a springboard to bigger and greater things. But $35,000 would be the the biggest uh, turnover that we've gotten from this event. Uh, and uh, How much did you raise last year? We raised uh, uh, maybe about twenty last year. Still, oh, that's, that's I mean, that's so a great golf tournament, great time. What's the date of the golf tournament that... April 30th. So it's at the end of the month, so the weather's going to be spectacular. It's going to be beautiful. How much beautiful course? Uh, it's $500 for a foursome, $130 if you register as an individual. Wow, mm-hmm. so it's very, very, very affordable. Given That's right. Given the venue and the opportunity to play at that price is a, is a real treat. 
Anybody you want to say thank you? You got some big sponsors for your event? Yeah, our flagship sponsor ever since the uh, incarnation of the tournament has been Watson Chevrolet and O'Reilly Chevrolet. Yeah, good guys. And, right. and this year we're excited about welcoming PGA Tour Superstores into the fold. Beautiful. They've, they've put together a, a nice little package for all of the participants. And uh, the uh, entry fee includes a, a, a breakfast and an awards luncheon that will follow the conclusion of play. There will be raffle prizes. Will the nuns be there to pray for us? <laughs> they better pray for me. Because <laughs> I'll need all the help I can get. That's <laughs> but, awesome. Uh, but uh, the other thing I want to point out is uh, this year we'll have hole-in-one prizes on all the par three holes. Grand prize, $30,000. Wow. So uh, someone could win that and just donate it back and you're you're in tall cotton, aren't <laughs> that would, you? That would be ideal. Oop, we got to go. Listen, people want to get tickets. They got to go where? They they can go online and register at John M. Roll Memorial Golf Tournament.com. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge.